You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. What is up, Garage Fam? We are back. I'm back. It me, Garage Guy. Yeah, I'm solo again. Uh, just wrapped up the Blue Emu 500 at Martinsville Speedway, and we're going to break down the race. We're going to talk a little bit about DFS and some of the optimal lines. We're going to talk a little bit about betting. Chef Boy, Chef Boy came through for the fam. If you're a premium subscriber at GarageGuysFantasySports.com, you saw on his card that he picked Martin Truex to win the race, 1.25 units. Two wins, 6.25 units. So, shout out to Chef Boy. Got the first two-win bet for Garage Guys of the NASCAR season and what has been one of the most insane, absurd seasons that I think I've ever lived through. So, good news there. Also, at the end of this one, I'm going to talk a little bit about something that went down over the past week. Obviously, everybody knows about Martinsville and hot dog season. Garage Guys is big. I love hot dogs. a big hot dog guy. Okay, meet me at Circle K. I'll be there. Um, I'm a big hot dog guy, and I came across some information that is about to take me on a path that I never thought I would go down, but I'm about to do it. I'm doing it for not just the garage fan, but hot dog lovers nationwide. Just just dudes and chicks to just want to eat a hot dog and not listen to some bullshit. Okay, so that's what we're covering in this episode. Let's go. The episode is brought to you by Drip Drop RS, as always. And Drip Drop RS was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances used by athletes, firefighters, military members, garage guys, garage fam. If you've bought Drip Drop, you know what's up. You know that shit will hydrate you faster than going to the hospital and getting an IV. So it's legit. Uh, company is doing great things right now, making a big push in the medical field. So awesome to see that. So right now, if you go over to dripdrop.com, you can use promo code GarageGuys20 at checkout. You'll get 20% off your order. And of course, we're brought to you by our own fucking website. So get over to garageguysfantasysports.com. Get the premium package today. It's worth it. And let me tell you why. For one, uh, what we're going to dive into in a little bit, Denny Hamlin. Okay. Denny Hamlin, dominator of the race. Who knew this guy? Premium picks, first man. He's right there. You can find it. If you are a subscriber, you saw it already. You played him today. Hopefully, you got a little bit of bags. I know that there was some carnage there towards the end, but you're not just going to get my premium picks. You're also going to get Dale. Yeah, Dale Tanhart. You're going to get his truck picks, Xfinity picks. You're going to be getting his DFS articles. You get those for free. And the big deal is Chef Boy. All right. Chef Boy is our numbers guy. He's always in the kitchen cooking up stuff. And you are going to get rankings, projections, notes, the, the cookbook, okay? Chef's cookbook, it's right there under the rankings. And he just dives in to why his brain is a matrix of sports betting, gambling, and daily fantasy sports information. So matrix brain chef boy, he is Neo, the one. I watched him dodge a bullet, maybe once or twice. It was a bullet uh, in the form of a NASCAR wreck when he won a shitload of money. So that's the same thing kind of, I guess. Um, but yeah, garageguysfantasysports.com. We just dropped the pricing for the annual uh, subscription. So you'll get that there. All right, enough plugging, enough plugs. Let's dive in. Blue Emu 500. So obviously we had the rain out over the weekend, which sucked. Uh, was over in Mississippi, got over to uh, the heart of America at Dale's house, went to Dale's house and when I was over there at Dale's, uh, we were planning on watching the Xfinity race Friday night. Uh, been, uh, been, been looking forward to that one, the dash for cash. Um, and then we were going to watch the cup race on Saturday night. And, you know, obviously we had some, uh, some, some videos planned. We, we did a video over the weekend. I'll actually tack this video on to the end of this episode. So if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see it here. It's also uploaded on the YouTube page. Uh, but I'll include it on this episode as well. And if you're listening on the podcast app and you didn't know we had a YouTube page, then you can get your ass over there and subscribe uh, and 
big shout out to everybody who subscribes to us on YouTube. It, it means the world. We're trying to get to that 1,000 sub mark. We've got about 400 people left to go. So if you know 400 people that you can call, call them because I just I just want to get there. Okay, that's, that's all I can say about. It. I want I want to see it. I want to see it. Uh, but we do appreciate everybody that is subscribed to us on YouTube. But uh, I wanted to put it on here just for the people that still traditionally listen to us as how we originally started as a podcast. You can uh, listen to the audio of the 2021 hot dog season preview uh, live from Dale's. So we, we, we had a lot to talk about mouthful. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that towards the end. Um, but, you know, the rain happened. It sucked. And we ended up doing the video yesterday and I was like, all right, well, obviously we're going to have to wait for Sunday for a race. So, you know, I had already gotten my energy up. I was excited. I was like, oh, they're going to get this race going. And, um, and over the weekend I had, uh, done my premium picks and our bets and everything. And I was so high on Denny Hamlin. Like there was nothing I don't think that could have made me change my mind away from not betting on Denny Hamlin to win this race. And it would have happened. It would have happened because we got lucky with some things uh, with, with Ryan Blaney, but not lucky for Blaney fans or for Ryan himself, lucky for people that roll with the gut boy bets. Um, but this was probably my most extensive card that I put out, uh, chefs as well. Like chef just went nuts on the card and I'll go over our betting cards as well. But, uh, yeah, I was so sold on Denny Hamlin. I wrote about Denny in my premium picks, um, you know, and Martin Truex won the race and he wasn't even in the optimal DFS lineup, but you know who was Josh Balicki. Yeah, and I found that out uh, with the Discord, uh, our Garage Fam Discord server. You can hit us up for a link on that anytime. Just follow me on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. DM me, say, hey, I want to be in the Discord. You're in. It's free. Tell everybody all the time. The Discord's free. A lot of good information in there. A lot of friendships being made. Love the Garage Fam. Uh, just an amazing group of individuals uh, that love to gamble. And it's not just NASCAR at the end of the day, but it's everything. But NASCAR is the specialty, obviously. Um, but we, you know, we we got all that done and, and the race came down to just basically Denny not being able to hold his line right. He got a little bit tight and Truex, anytime you see Martin Truex at Martinsville, because everybody knows Martin is for Martinsville. Uh, and my dumb ass decided, hey, I'm not betting on him to win. I did not think that Martin Truex was going to do that great at this race. Obviously, you know, he stuck around, he hung around, and I didn't think that he wasn't going to, like, get a, like, a, you know, not get a top 10 by any means. Um, looking back in retrospect, I really wish I would have took the top five uh, bet because I had originally flirted with the idea of taking Martin Truex top five, exhausted my, uh, my race budget, and I was like, okay, well, I got what I got. I, I took Kyle Busch um, to get a top five, he was plus odds. So obviously, you know, me being a gut boy, I wanted to get the plus odds. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. If you, if you see something that you think is just juicy as shit, you juice it. Okay. You know, you go to a lemonade stand, you're not going to get lemonade without juicing a lemon. You got to juice that shit sometimes. So, uh, it just didn't, it didn't work out in our favor. Uh, matchups were great though. Uh, had three, all three of my matchups that I put on my betting card hit. So if you got to bet those with our premium service, you made a little something, a little something, but I'm pretty sure everybody is probably like overexhausted because of the masters. So I know I had a good bit of bets on the masters too. So it uh, didn't work out in my favor there at all. I had Spieth, uh, Rom, some other guys and Matsuma though, shout out to him. Shout out to Japan, green jacket. As Happy Gilmore says, green jacket, gold jacket, who gives a shit? Uh, but it was cool to see him uh, get that for the country of Japan. Cool to see him just get a master's. It was dope. So good for him. Good for the country of Japan. Back to NASCAR. Um, Martin just, 
I don't know. It's I can't say that like I'm upset about it because like I'm pumped. Obviously, our boy Hunter Masling uh, works on his pit crew, and that's dope. So getting to see him celebrate on national TV and them just being hype. And he said it himself talking to him after the race, you know, he said it definitely makes it better for having to wait for over 72 hours to get a race in, in Martinsville, because they have to drive there. And there's a lot we can talk about with leading up to the race as well, before breaking it down, just the, the way that they handled rain delays. One thing I will say is why in the fuck did they even start the cup race? Uh, and I have my suspicion. I want to know what you guys are thinking, you know, especially if you're in the discord and you're listening to the podcast, get in there, let's, let's chat about it. But I think this is a very simple answer. It's for ratings. They wanted to uh, Fox needed to hold on to as many eyes as they could. They got out on the track, they started rolling and then they call it inevitably. And we all knew that that shit was going to be called because like, it was like a hundred percent, like a hundred bazillion percent chance of rain in Martinsville. So we pretty much automatically knew on Friday, just from, you know, speculation that like, there's no way in hell these races are getting done Friday or Saturday. This is going to be two races on Sunday. And that's what happened. So I didn't get to catch much of the Xfinity race. However, I did hear that Noah Gragson got that hundred K dash for cash and Josh Berry got his first NASCAR Xfinity win at a track that he was really good at. And that's another bet that I wish that I could go back and hit. But many people would probably say that every bet is a bet that we wish we could go back and hit. So can't really be too upset. But plus 8,000 odds, yeah, yeah. I wish I hit that because Bubba Wallace was plus 8,000 to win, plus 275 for a top 10. Couldn't get it done. And I'm a little, I'm a little upset about it. I am. I feel like the strategy, strategy was played out as best as they could. 23xi racing getting to see bubble lead that was cool didn't bring me no money though only thing bubba did cash on was my matchup bet and it's one that me and chef and dale all had bubba wallace over eric amarola plus 105 free money free money anybody that thought that eric amarola was going to finish this race ahead of bubba wallace two-time winner truck series Martinsville, just consumer. Okay. Pretty sure Bubba Wallace loves Martinsville just as much as I love hot dogs during hot dog season when we're going to Martinsville. So there's that. So it did sting not to see him at least get the top 10. I tampered my expectations a little bit about him winning. I was really strong on that earlier in the year. But uh, yeah, definitely tampered my expectations. But I was so confident on that plus 275 top 10 bet. Thought we were going to slap that one, scoop it up. Did not happen. But, uh, you know, good good try. Good shot for Bubba uh, at this race. He ended up finishing 16th, started 25. Wasn't that bad of a DFS play. Obviously could have been better. Uh, but, yeah, did have some laps led there, so that was pretty tight. There's a lot of storylines in this race, though. And, you know, now after the rain passed, everything got through. Cup race started. Um, got up, started watching the race, and – Exactly what I thought was going to happen happened. Denny Hamlin showed dominance early. It's been six years since the man's had a win. Ended up leading 276 laps at Martinsville. And it really just looked sure, like a sure thing, especially Saturday night when they started. I was like, oh, this is going to be a breeze. Well, Sunday rolls over and Dale uh, had Ryan Blaney to win. Uh, I know our guy Copizzle that races uh, liked Ryan Blaney at his odds. And you know, when I was when I was doing my research earlier in the week, obviously Blaney's been really good here. Penske in general has been good. I had Brad Kay as one of my bets. And, you know, when Blaney took away that lead from Hamlin, I was like, oh, shit, okay, like this could be a thing. Swept two stages. Blaney's car looked phenomenal. But at Martinsville, if you're up front and you're good at Martinsville, you're going to probably stay up front. It's just that simple. But where it really matters is the strategy. So that's where you got to have everything on deck. You got to have your pit crew, you know, tight, tightly knit. You got to have your crew chief tightly knit. Your spotters got to be tightly knit. Everything has to be so tight knit at a track. This just, I don't want to use the word fragile, but a track, this, um, the skill set that you have to have to race at Martinsville is just on another level. 
And uh, it really is a driver's track. I love it. And I cannot wait until I get to cross off my bucket list that I have attended a Martinsville race. Just not even for the hot dogs. Just just to watch racing at the clip. Okay. Big paper clip guy. I like it. But uh, yeah, I was uh, I was blown away. Like Blaney, he was looking good. He led 157 laps today and just had some really terrible luck in the end, which made me happy because when I saw that Blaney was getting pushed back into traffic and he was having to fight it, I was like, okay, this is good for Hamlin. Hamlin's doing great. We're gonna we're gonna just persevere. Gonna get to the end of this race. Nothing's gonna go wrong. Hamlin's gonna win. What you know. Unit and a half on Hamlin to win 10.5 units. Like, you damn right. Like, that's coming. Just, I was just, I was sold. I was ready to go. Uh, didn't play out that way. Martin Truex had something else to say. But again, just happy that Chef Boy got it to win bad. It, if it would have been Dale, I'd have been happy. If it would have been me, I'd have been extra happy because that would help my wallet too. But I know that, that the Garage fam rides with all of our cards. They take the smartest bets. They put it out there. So you play that, you make money. And if the Garage fam is making money, then Garage guy is a happy guy. And that's how it is all day long, every day. Don't give a shit. Because at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about the fam. All right. So more things that went down in this race. Obviously, Martin only led 20 laps of it uh, right there towards the end. And, uh, you know, he got a little bit of stage points here and there. Looking at the final results of this, I'm going to go ahead and just say I think one of the biggest movers of this race, and we'll talk about some of these guys, the Rick Ware Racing Boys. They showed up, and as I said earlier, Josh Balicki was in the optimal lineup. Uh, James Davison started this race in 37th and finished 22nd, okay? Uh, we had another, let's see, we had another, uh, yeah, Josh Balicki. I think he started in 30, what was it, 33rd? Yeah, finished 23rd. So he had a total of 10 spots, which obviously D- Davison was another one that probably would have been in the optimal if you would have taken him. I, I just don't know how many people actually decided to take him. Because these guys were getting lapped, man. They, I mean, it's it's so easy to get lapped at Martinsville. Um, you know, some drivers that that had some rough luck. Uh, first of many, Corey LaJoy. All right, and Corey was a guy we had in our free picks. And he was running in the top 10. That's just a testament of how good Corey LaJoy is, all right, at, at these tracks. And, you know, and I say it all the time, time and time again, Martinsville is one of these tracks where it doesn't matter really about your speed. It matters more about your skill. It matters more about how you get around, how you pass. I mean, you want to have speed, obviously, and you want to make sure, but you know that your uh, your car is in tip top shape. You're not overheating and shit. But to see him run like that and then go into the fucking pits and then get his entire radiator and front bumper ripped off, just like rip through me, like my t- my text message, probably a text message from someone crying about Corey LaJoy right now or. Corey LaJoey, because I do think that was my wife. Yes, was my wife that texted me. She was upset about Corey LaJoey. All right. Going to have to send send a uh, condolence card to Corey LaJoey. Yeah. But uh, try not to make fun of it too much because I know that sucks. It sucks so bad because Corey just – he tries, man. And it was looking so promising for some of these other guys until I think we've seen – saw one of the biggest wrecks – ever at Martinsville this year. I don't think I've ever seen a wreck this detrimental to lineups and uh, and for betters in general and, and for the drivers in general. And I'm pretty sure it all started because Chris Busher had a tire rub and didn't want to go down pit road. Got into Kyle Busch, got Kyle turned, and the next thing you know is just a fucking pile up for the ages. Brad K gets consumed. Guy that I had money on. Guy that we all had money on. Everybody knows Brad K is good as shit. And they had the whole superstition started 10, finish here. Brad didn't show the fuck up. Let's be real. He didn't show up. It was a bad call. It was a bad call. And, I, and I'm it, I'm not apologizing because it was smart. It was it, statistically, it was smart. But one thing I've learned in NASCAR is yes, if you follow statistics, over and over and over, week to week, and you follow the plan and you do what Chef Boy is saying, it, it will work eventually because it just takes that one big swing 
and then you're right back up in your unit counts. You're, you're, you're right there in the money in the DFS lineups. But man, for a person like me, it's grueling. I can't, I can't do it like that all the time. Sometimes I want to get a little risky. Sometimes, and that, maybe that's stupid. Maybe that's dumb, especially, you know, sharp betters, whatever. Maybe I'm not a sharp better. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe that's not me. But I, I like to have fun with it. And I like to win. And I mean, and, and I trust my I trust my gut. That's one thing you always know. And I don't care if somebody thinks that my gut is is a the shittiest gut of all time, because it probably is. I eat a lot of shit. Should probably eat better. We tried Hebrew National hot dogs. They were kosher, blessed by a rabbi, and they didn't have preservatives and things like that. So I'm trying. But uh you could think my gut's shitty, you can and or you can roll and trust the gut. It's the same principle of doing something consistently week in and week out. And just getting after it. So we're all feeling a little insane. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Uh, we've all been a little guilty of being a little insane this year because the, the racing has been so just wild and out the box. And I'm getting off on a rant here, but you know it, it is good to see Martin Truex get this win because at least it lets us know, okay, this trend of consistent new winners is, is done now. It's over. And Martin has stepped up to be the guy that has two wins on his belt now. Will it continue? We don't know. But Martin's looking pretty damn good this year. And, and knowing people that are in that, uh, in that garage and, and working on those cars and kind of just talking with them and learning things and, and, you know, the confidence levels of these drivers. I'm big on that stuff. And you guys know that. I'm big on knowing where their heads are at. I got to know where a driver's head's at before I throw money. I don't care if he's the favorite and he's won every race here for the past 10 years. If he's just off his game and he's not focused and he's not, he, I'm not putting my money on that. Don't give a damn until I'm proved wrong. And then it'll be too late. So you win some, you lose some, get over it. Uh, But it sucked. Sucked to see this pile up happen. Um, and Alex Bowman was also involved. Alex was looking so damn strong, too, earlier in the day. Um, he was going to be one hell of a DFS play, going to be one hell of a possible top five bet, okay? And, and I want to say that, though, that one of us had some money on that, not really sure. But uh, Alex getting taken out, it definitely hurt. Priest's uh, our guy T Mart in the in the Discord. When that wreck happened, Ryan Priest is driving the Louisiana hot sauce car, okay, and he's coming through looking like he he was me trying to get to the bathroom at Prince's in Nashville. Fire just shooting out of the ass of his car, just trying to get to pit road, and it was the most fitting thing I've ever seen. Like that's an advertisement. If 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 Louisiana hot sauce doesn't use that as an advertisement then they need to hire a new director of content, okay? I don't know if I want to be that guy for a hot sauce company, but I I could have fun with it. Everybody knows I like to have a good time. I like to have fun. So it may be possible one day, but that was hilarious to see. T-Mart tweeted that out. So if you see that on my timeline or if you know who T-Mart is, give him a follow on uh, on Facebook because he called it out. I went back. I had to rewind it get that for – I just had to get that that for the social media, for the garage fam. Had to get that photo out. So it was uh, was good to see that get out. It was funny stuff. Uh, Suarez – Man, I don't even know. He just he got caught up to accident. He was they they did some kind of strategy, and then the caution happened. And he got lucky, and then shit went back. People that thought that Suarez was going to be just this amazing driver because he did all that shit on dirt last week. Martinsville ain't on dirt, bro. Let it go. Like it's just I, I don't know. I'm not getting my hopes up yet about him. Uh, Anthony Alfredo had some rough luck as well. Briscoe. Briscoe is one of those guys. SHR as a whole, man, just I don't even want to get into it. You guys know what's up. Um, Eric Jones is another one that got that got pushed back. So Brad K, Alex, just, it just it's wild to see all these people that got collected in this rack. Um, hurt the chances of Kyle Bush for me. I had Kyle Bush on a top five bet. Hurt those chances. That was out the door, and he started kind of making some some moves a little bit there towards the end. He finished with a top ten, so good for him. Harvick with the nine, and let's dive into the Tyler Reddick. Started uh, 13th, finished 8th. He hung in there for RC. Oh, excuse me. He hung in there for RCR. 
another big one that I, I had a, a little hunch on, but I didn't pull the trigger, so I can't really claim that, you know, it was one of my things. Christopher Bell started 23rd, finished seventh. Uh, Gibbs cars, man, they're, they're going to just keep being strong. And and I'm, I'm there for that. Like everybody can talk about Penske all they want. We all know at the end of the day, when, when you, when you, when you drive for coach, it's just another level. So uh, I've become a little bit more of a, of a Toyota appreciator as time has went on. I'm still a Chevy guy at heart just because my dad basically raised me to be like, if you don't drive anything but a Chevy, then you're not a Holden. And so when I got older and I realized, Hey, I'm a garage guy. I'm not even a Holden, but I'll keep it as my last name. I was like, I'm just going to be cool with whatever. And turns out uh, a lot of the drivers that drive for Toyotas and Fords fuck with us more than the Chevy drivers. So maybe we'll make that, uh, maybe we'll make that the connection there a little bit later on because the manufacturer thing just really doesn't do it for me anymore. I'm not a kid anymore. I don't, I don't want the, the, the sticker of the, the kid pissing on Ford with a Chevy shirt on. I don't need that in my life anymore. Okay. I'm over it, but still kind of like those stickers just because just preservative nineties rednecks, you know, just wilding out in the pickups for the culture. <laughs> right. Um, Kyle Larson, big surprise. 19th to fifth uh, had a good little battle going on with Chase Elliott there too, man. And he was wanting to just move his ass out the way. Didn't happen. Chase ended up finished second, Hamlin in third, William Byron in fourth. He hung around. Um, I don't really know how much of DFS per, for DFS purposes in general, how well that was good for him, but he hung around there and got a little bit done. So good to see that. Um, but yeah, just ultimately, you know, the, the guys that, that usually are always up there were up there. Blaney had to go back all the way to the, to the rear after uh, one of his crew members uh, left something jacked up. Well, actually I'll take that back after Blaney drove off when his crew wasn't ready for him to drive off just yet dragged a, uh, a, a drill. I think it was a corded drill or something like that. Dragged that with him and uh and got the penalty had to go to the rear he drove all the way back up to 11th though which was heavy um de benedetto 22nd to 12th busher started 15th finished 13th i thought that we were going to see a top 10 finish for chris busher uh didn't work out there either and like i said he got that tire up he kind of caused all that shit but he ended up fine so i mean he kind of he kind of rolled out of there okay and uh, Stenhouse definitely had a fallback. And then Bubba, again, 25th to 16th. Chastain, 27th to 17th, though. That was one that Chef Boy and I had spoke about a little bit. That, And I think he was very low-owned as well. So Chastain's got to find, like, th- there's got to be some way he can kind of get his name in the conversation a little bit more. Because, like, you expect a guy with such a big personality to be around and just kind of, you know, even if he's not finishing that great, just to kind of, like, make himself seen a little more, but you know, he just be picking watermelons. That's, that's what he does. It's, that's how he lives his life. Um, Kurt Busch was kind of another letdown, you know, 21st. He, he did a little bit of good running earlier in the day, just kind of fell back. But overall that wreck just threw the big monkey wrench into this race. And, uh, and it was just such an odd, it, it felt odd from the beginning of Sunday. I will say that it just, it was a weird day. It was a weird day. It did not feel like a Martinsville race. And I think it's just because of the rain delays just kind of screwed things up. I had my head geared up to roll in on Saturday. It didn't happen. I ended up sleeping in late today. I woke up in the middle of an Xfinity race, just like, oh, okay. So this is happening. Um, yeah, not proud of, of how late I slept, but it is what it is. When you're up in the late night and you're working sometimes, it's what you got to do. It's late right now. I'm here for you. I'm here for the fam. Got a lot. I got a lot on, on my mind and I got a lot that I have to do during the day, balancing normal life and work life at home. That's, it's a challenge. If you work from home, you know, so it can be tough even doing what I'm doing. So never judge somebody for how they live and how they work. And that's just a little bit of information from the mind of Chase Holden. So keep that there. Um, Let's look at these back cards and talk about them a little bit. And, um, I'm going to put a little picture in picture up here for you guys. So uh, first bet card we're going to talk about, obviously, let's just go ahead and get mine out the way. Uh, Denny Hamlin plus 700, 1.5 units to win, 10.5 units. Would have been beautiful. Didn't happen. Uh, 
Brad K plus 600, one unit to win six units. Didn't happen. Uh, Kyle Bush plus 1200, one unit to win 12 units. Didn't happen. All right. And these, by the way, these cards, this is what you get when you join premium. You get our betting cards each week for the race, not just to win bets. Obviously, you can see that here. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening, just I'll, I'll get through the cards. You're good. Um, I had a top five bet, uh, KFB, Kyle fucking Bush, uh, plus 170, one unit to win 1.7 units. Top 10, Bubba, plus 275, one unit to win 2.75 units. Neither hit. And I'm still a little upset and stung with the bubble one because he was hanging around, man. I think he got popped. I think he, had, he got into Newman or Newman got into him. Something happened. But here's where the tide turned a little bit. So I went three matchup bets this week. All three hit Bubba over Amarola, plus 105, one unit to win 1.05 units. Busher over Briscoe, uh, minus 110, 1.1 unit to win one unit. And then I had Stenhouse over Suarez at plus 105. One unit gets you 1.05 units. So we did win those 3.10 units. Always good to do that. Got our money back for what we did bet on there. Still, at the end of the day, is an L, unfortunately, on my card. Moving on to Dale's card. Let's go to Dale Hub Premium. See what Dale had for us to win. Blaney plus 700. And by the way, Dale is the source loser of all time. So if you didn't know that, now you do. And I'm here to say it. Okay. And he's not afraid to say it either. That's why I'm telling you. You know, you guys know me. I'm one of those people. I'm not going to say something unless I'll say it to your face. I just try to keep it real, as real as I can. But Dale's a sore loser. Could have done the show. We wanted to cry. Because Blaine didn't win, you got to persevere. He, he wouldn't cry because Hamlin didn't win. He's just upset. He gets upset when he loses. And when he wins, he's on top. So, you know, he's got like a teleporter device or something when he wins. I don't know. Trucks are next week, though. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll teleport back to the top. Should have been on the show, Dale. Uh, he had Blaney plus 700. He had Keselowski like we did. I think he got him at plus 550. Um, uh, Hamlin and Elliott as well. Don't really see his odds here for what he had. Uh, 0.8 units to win 5.2 units and 0.8 units to win 4.4 units for Elliott. Top five, Blaney minus 125. Three units to win 2.5 units. Oof. Uh, Wallace over Amarola plus 105. Hit that. So that's Dale's card. Dale Hub Premium. Another one of the premium cards you get when you join Premium. If you join premium this week and you bet money on it, at least you got matchups and Chef Boy's card because Wallace over Amarola on this card wasn't cutting it. It'll be okay. Trucks will be back next week. And that's premium, and he's up like 30 million units. So that's the card you want to check. All right? Don't sleep on it. We love Dale. Love you, Dale. Get well soon. Um, Chef bets. Here's the card. Here's the one I'm so proud. I'm just so pumped that we that one of us finally got it to win bet, you know, and, it, and a lot of people that gamble, it's hard to be happy when other people win. I'm one of those people, though. I'm just happy to see other people celebrating success or in winning. Like it just it makes me happy. That's winning to me. I'm just being real. I, I tr- There are definitely times I have to meditate. Like today I had to like walk. I couldn't even finish watching the race. I had to walk outside because I knew the Truex was about to get into Denny. Just had to walk outside for a minute, take a couple deep breaths. And I was like, hey, if Truex wins, Chef Boy wins, Garage Guys win. Went in with that mindset, watched the race, all was well. We pack up, we move on to Richmond. That's how we do it. So let's go over Chef's picks uh, to win. He had 3.75 units in play. Uh, Truex, 1.25 units to win 6.25 units. Shout out to the homie. Shout out to the homie. Uh, Brad K, risk one unit to win six units. Denny Hamlin, he rode with the Denny train. Uh, one unit to win seven. And then he had Kyle Larson, 0.5 units to win six units. And that's just one of those tidbits that lets you know where his head's at. It's all about seeing the value in the bet. Kyle Larson, he was with uh, he hadn't had a great record at Martinsville, but he's with Hendrick. Hendrick knows their shit when it comes to Martinsville. We all know this. Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon. The list goes on and on. He's going to get better. He's going to have better equipment. And we saw that unfold today. 
So good call there to even though he didn't get the win to bet Kyle Larson there. That was that was good stuff because we did see him do pretty well. And uh, who knows, maybe he will get a win there at some point. Uh, top three, five, and ten bets. Bubba Wallace top ten. We didn't get that one. We wanted it. We didn't get it. Truex uh, Junior top five. Uh, 1.7 units to win 1.5 units. So another winner right there on Chef's card. Head to heads. Uh, Bubba over Eric Amarola. Cash it. Two units to win 2.1. Bubba Wallace over Austin Dillon. Cash it. 1.15 units to win one unit. Bubba Wallace over Tyler Reddick. Skirt. Kurt, uh-uh. Didn't hit. That's okay. Matty D over Austin Dillon. And this is where I didn't do my homework. Should have probably done my homework. And actually, going back, let's go back. Bubba Wallace, the bet for Bubba over Austin did not hit, by the way. So we have Bubba over Eric. That's what mattered. The other two Bubba Wallace bets did not hit. So two units to win 2.1 units. We had that one. Uh, Matty D over Austin Dillon did hit. So that was a, uh, a risk 0.9 units to win 0.75 units. Matty D over Tyler Reddick did not hit, unfortunately. Alex Bowman over Chris B didn't hit. Kurt B over Chris B didn't hit. So we had, what was that, two of the uh, million matchup bets. Just like I said, this is the biggest card he's ever done. Just, it was cool to see him just like lay this shit out on, on Saturday because I was just like, yo, you're going in, you know. So, uh, yeah, Chef Boy went in. But what matters at the end of the day, the two-win bet came through. It came through in the clutch. Martin Truex Jr. Garage guys are winners again. Our picks are here. And, again, you get all three of these cards – Every race day, if you're a premium subscriber, if you get the weekend pass, you'll get them on the website. And if you are a monthly or annual subscriber, you can get them right in the Discord. Don't even have to go to the website. It's right there for you in the Discord in the NASCAR Bets channel that is locked because you have to pay to get the locked channels. So that's how that goes. So those are our bet cards. Um, and again, you can see all of our information that we bet on DFS over at garageguysfantasysports.com. So all that information's there. Before we go and before I play the, uh, the tape of hot dog season um, 2021, I just want to say this. I am about to embark on a journey. I, we had a comment come through our YouTube page during the Martinsville uh, preview show that Drew and I did. And a guy comes in, uh, Doorbell Derek is what we're calling him. And I really hope he returns in the comments just so I can just uh, have, have fun with that. I like to have fun with people that try to shit on uh, just irrelevant things. Like, obviously, like, yeah, hot dog season's a thing. But it's not like the biggest thing you know what i mean like it's a thing that we do and i'm just being real right now it's a thing that we do it's not that fucking serious this guy comes in and he says uh you you're a child for putting ketchup on your hot dog and i'm just like thrown the fuck off by this i'm like what like i've never heard that in my life and so it just kind of got my wheels turning. And I was just, you know, at first I was writing a, writing a message back to him. And I was like, okay, well, send us a video and show us how we need to dress our hot dogs. If ketchup's for children on hot dogs or whatever. I don't know what did it, but I just got really curious. And I, and I Googled, I'm like, ketchup on hot dogs. And I just Googled it. And I come to a article that was written about two years ago, I think Chicago Tribune. Um, basically saying that there was, a National Hot Dog and Sausage Council of America, okay? That is a real thing. People take the time out of their day to report to the Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Why is that real? Why is that a real thing? That's hilarious as fuck that these people have just, I mean, maybe kudos to them. Like if you, I feel like if you eat hot dogs every day of your life, you should be dead. And that's just me being real. Like I, I love eating hot dogs. I eat them during the summer. I eat them at ball games. We, we fucking do hot dog season. Like it's just, it's a thing. 
but I'm not eating them year round every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, I feel like these people are do that. Like if you are that serious to where you have to start a fucking council, like your arteries are clogged beyond fucked. So there's that. Uh, so moving forward though, these people have the fucking audacity to try to tell the masses how to eat a hot dog and what to put on the hot dog. And the first thing that they put on there is that I think it was two years ago or three years ago, officially stated by the president of the hot dog council and sausage council of America, ketchup is only acceptable on hot dogs for human beings under the age of 18. Basically saying ketchup is for kids. Okay. Obviously this thing isn't that relevant because I, it took me a lot of digging to even find this shit, but I think Heinz should be outraged. I think Hunt should be outraged. I think anybody that makes ketchup should be pissed the fuck off that these people are out here saying that their product is for children because it, it, uh, it masks the flavor. All right. Uh, they're saying that, that, you know, you're, if you put ketchup on a hot dog, it just takes away from the hot dog. I've ate plenty of hot dogs with just mustard. I've ate plenty of hot dogs with spicy mustard and nothing else. Bratwurst sausages, Polish sausage lodged in the lining of my heart. Shout out to, uh, to, to the great, uh, forever great, greatest of all time. Bill Swarski super fans, right? Not a Bears fan, but I'm a big Bill Swarsky Superfans fan. Stroke the mustache. Um, I want to know what Bill Swarsky has to say about it. Because if I put ketchup on a hot dog, yeah, it makes it a little bit sweet. But they say it's because of the sugar. And then, the, and, But then what really chapped my ass was the fact that they are out here trying to make people feel bad by saying that if you put ketchup on a hot dog, you have a less sophisticated palate if this was a motherfucker trying to tell me how to eat caviar that'd be one thing this is a motherfucker trying to tell you that you have a less sophisticated palate eating a hot dog a hot dog a piece of meat where you take a pig and throw it in a fucking blender and they're trying to tell us we have less sophisticated palates because we want to put ketchup on that? Bruh. So this is what I'm doing. All right. Obviously, this this has affected me enough to where I'm like, I got somebody's got to fight for ketchup. Somebody's got to fight for the people that want to just put random shit on these hot dogs and live their life. They ain't done shit to nobody. They just want to live their life and eat ketchup on hot dogs. And if that's what they want to do, then you got to let them. I'm going to be the hero. So I'm about to start on a documentary. And it's going to try to, I'm going to try to get it out before October 31st when NASCAR goes back to Martinsville. I'm reaching out to hot dog consumers across the land. I'm reaching out to the, uh, the dickhead president of the hot dog council. The, of the imaginary hot dog people. I'm going to reach out to that Mickey Mouse motherfucker and I'm going to try to get an interview with him. So there's that. And, uh, and he won't know what I'm there for, by the way. So I'm going to be discreet. I'm going to be sneaky, but I'm getting to the bottom of this and we, I'm not standing for it. So I'm probably going to start up something. I'm going to start up like a, a, a GoFundMe or some shit like that. If you want to donate to the making of the hot dog season documentary, I haven't ever thought of the title of it yet. It'll be something good. Catchy like ketchup, probably. So I'm going to get all that up. If you want to help donate for the documentary to make this documentary, you want to be a part of this documentary, you just let me know. I'll get it to you. I'll, I'll have it blasted out everywhere. Okay. We're going to get some funds together. We're going to do, we're going to go all out on this thing. And this is going to be real because, like I said in the beginning, this is bigger than the garage fam. This is bigger than garage guys. This is bigger than hot dog season. This is for people that just want to go to a baseball game and eat a fucking hot dog and not feel judged for putting a packet of Heinz or Hunt's ketchup on that delicious 
jumbo juicy hot dog at a ball game. Nothing like it. All right. Don't tell us how to fucking eat our hot dogs. I'm coming for them. Need your help. Here's the hot dog season preview. This has been the recap. Been another solo show. I hope it was okay for you. We love you. As always, hit us up in the Discord. You need a link to the Discord. Follow me. I'm literally everywhere at Garage Guy Chase. Follow Chef Boy at Chef Boy Ardeen. Follow Dale Tanhart at Dale Tanhart. It ain't hard to find us. Follow Garage Guys at Garage Guys FS because the Garage Guys handle is taken and the guy that has it will not respond to my emails. So if you know that guy, I think his name is Brian, uh, call Brian and tell him that I really need that Twitter handle. Okay. Thanks. Love you guys as always. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for believing in us. We're going to Richmond this week. We're getting rowdy. It's more short track racing. It's short track racing season. If it's hot dog season, it's short track racing season in America. Going to Richmond. Preview show will be out this week. Can't wait for it. NASCAR's back after the break. We're back in action. We're bouncing back. If you, if you ride with us, you die with us. We're going to bag. We're going to make money. It's just how it goes. All right, here's hot dog season preview. See you guys this week. Enjoy your week. Love you. Peace out. We're coming to you live from the heart of America. We're at Dale's, we're at Dale's house, and it's hot dog season. It is hot dog season. And as much as we'd love to be at Martinsville in Virginia for the race, uh, race is because Xfinity is going to be on Sunday. We think this one's going to be on Sunday, too, as we are currently experiencing a rain delay. I love to eat a hot dog at Martinsville, a red, throw a pig in the blender, full process hot dog, but we're going to have to settle with these right here. And he's, uh, what, I, what are these? So, so just got off the grill. Uh, quick shout out to all the great brands that make hot dog season everything that it is. Uh, Ballpark, Buns, we've got Heinz Mustard. We're switching it up a little bit. We used to go French's, we're doing Heinz this time. We got Vlasic Dill Relish. Switching that up, Mount Olive last year, 2021 brings new new beginnings. We'll go Vlasic. And then instead of the Nathan's hot dog, we decided to do a little transition. You know, we gotta be a little more healthier nowadays, I guess you would say. But we can still enjoy hot dog season, unlike pig blender uh, hot dogs. We have Hebrew National, they're kosher. They were blessed by a rabbi. Somewhere in Israel or America, don't really know, not really sure, but great tasting dogs. Um, you know, and this year, I will go ahead and say this, uh, it's, it, I'm kind of alarmed for hot dog season across America for all of the enjoyers and the lovers of hot dogs out there. You, you, have you heard the news? I have heard the news. It's, uh, I don't know what to think about it, except uh, I don't see ketchup on the table, so I'm guessing we're, we're following their protocol. But. So, so yeah, so apparently uh, ketchup is for children. It doesn't belong on hot dogs if you are over the age of 18. Well, got a little news for you, fuckers. Ketchup's here. Trigger alert. Warning. Look, it is a fucking hot dog. I didn't know you had the ketchup there. Oh, yeah, it's here. It's here. We wouldn't start, but look, it's no sugar added, okay? So we're being smart, Heinz. We're being smart. We don't want to get diabetes. I like it. I don't hate it. So, look, here's the deal. All right, this is what I have to say about this. There is an actual thing called the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. That's a real thing. That Real people invented this. Um, I think these are just people that saw a quick end to be able to decide how people eat their hot dogs. And of course, you're going to get canceled if you put ketchup on a hot dog. You know, we don't really care about that. So watch this. I'm going to take this right here, this good Hebrew national dog. Trigger alert. Trigger alert. Uh, got a little on the table there. That's okay. Yeah, I'm not happy about that. But it's all right. If any Mickey Mouse establishment out there can, can just up and say what you can and can't have on a hot dog, then I'm the president of the hot dog committee now. And I say, you know what? Hot dogs are fun food. You can eat whatever you want on it because you know what? We're all God's children. So if you if you have to be a child to have ketchup on your hot dog, hey, we're all God's children. That no sugar actually tastes pretty good. Yeah, the Heinz the the did a great job on that. Yeah, but I'm sure. also a president of hot dogs as well, if we're gonna make that declaration. Yeah. I'll add my name to that too. Absolutely. Anybody can be the president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council because it's it's honestly it's not a real thing. It's not it's not a real thing. So another great thing that I brought along to the party, I've decided that you know what? I'm a Louisiana native. 
Louisiana, you know, why, why does Chicago only have to be the, the place for hot dogs? So I'm making Louisiana a hot dog specialty. Bought a little special condiment. Just pulling condiments out of the couch. Yeah, yeah. Tabasco, spicy brown mustard. You know what? I, since I'm the president now, I'm going to dub this a Louisiana dog. You just get your good, you good, you wiener in your bun and you just you squirt it on right there. That's a Louisiana dog now. Okay. Well, since I'm from Mississippi, aka the heart of America, my Mississippi hot dog is going to be a basic hot dog with ketchup. And you're going to take a beer, any beer that is not a Miller Lite, because Miller Lite sucks ass. Miller Lite is not a friend of the show. For, in my case, Natural Light Pilsner. You're going to take your beer. It's already got ketchup on it, and you're just gonna soak the entire thing. Oh wow! You're gonna you're gonna put enough beer on it to make the bun completely soggy. That is a Mississippi hot dog, a Dale Tanhart Mississippi hot dog. The bread is like crumbling in my hands. Big so soggy, soggy. big soggy bread. Yeah, the spirit of Muddy Waters has come back to life for this one. He's ready to try it. Look, I'm gonna go ahead and say this too. Uh, our, our good pal on the YouTube, we had a comment. This is what brought all this up. Uh, Doorbell Derek or Ding Dong Derek, whatever his name is. Ring-a-ding-ding, ting-ting uh, Derek. I have listen, no idea. Yeah, listen, Derek. Uh, this is for you. Uh, stop pulling your pants down every time the National Hot Dog Committee comes around town. Because, you know, they're just wearing it out. They're wearing it out and they've got you brainwashed, okay? You can eat whatever the fuck you want on your hot dog, all right? So stop bending over for them. Come grab a Louisiana dog. Grab an all-American dog. Just, just grab a dog, because it's fucking hot dog season. We're the presidents of hot dog season. So are you. Eat your hot dog however the hell you want to eat it. We're in the heart of America, Dale's house. Let's enjoy some racing. Smartinsville, Blue Emu, maximum pain relief, 500. Just don't put that on your hot dog. Minimum 100 hot dogs eaten. Minimum. Just double. Just double down. The garage guys, it's 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 the garage guys. It's the garage guys, 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 it's the garage guys. It's 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 the garage guys. It's it's the garage guys.